Hi, I'm Christy Gressman from Night Vale Presents, and I am so excited to introduce you to our fall lineup. We are launching two brand new shows, I Only Listen to the Mountain Goats, premiering on September 28th, and It Makes a Sound, premiering on September 24th, along with a second season of Within the Wires that debuted on September 5th. We are so proud of these shows, and we cannot wait to share them with you. So we wanted to share the trailers for each of them with you right here. They say you shouldn't meet your heroes. Hi, I'm Joseph Fink. I'm a writer and podcaster, and I'd like to introduce you to I Only Listen to the Mountain Goats, the show where I meet my hero, hang out with him in his basement, and have conversations about songwriting, art, and life. This podcast is going to be weird for me because, like, I'm proud of what I do, but I always try to change the subject if people tell me that my stuff is good. <laughs> I always try to talk about other people's stuff. We're just going to be <laughs> listing songs and then saying that's a very good song. <laughs> I've loved the band The Mountain Goats for years. The music of John Darnielle, singer and songwriter of the group, has been with me through some of my toughest times and happiest moments. And this is a show where I sit down with him to talk through his work song by song. I remember tracking this song, right? I remember it was after work, it would have been like around dinner time, and I didn't have an ending for the song, and I was sort of recording it to see how it sounded and see where it was going. And the Hail Satan wasn't written down. It was it was a it was a spontaneous eruption, but it felt like a religious confession. I mean, not obviously, you know, John Milton Satan. You know, it's a celebration of two people being true to themselves. You know, it's like it's a celebration of self knowledge, which isn't really Satan at all. And talk with other artists who also have been influenced by the work of the Mountain Goats, like. John Green. The Mountain Goats are a huge part of every book that I write because it's really the only music I listen to while I write. I know John's here, so like it's a little awkward to talk about this, but to be honest with you, it's the most important art in my life. We will listen to the original versions of these songs. Two tall glasses of sweet iced tea Underneath the sweet gum tree And the love we once nurtured And then to brand new covers recorded just for this show by artists like Amanda Palmer, Andrew Bird, Laura Jane Grace, and Dessa. Two tall glasses of sweet iced tea Underneath the sweet gum tree And the love we once nurtured you and me Disintegrating violently Stick your tongue this is one writer meeting one of his biggest inspirations and then talking shop with him. I had another wave after my father died um, where, again, I couldn't function for a little bit. And then I started writing Night Vale. And since I just started putting all of my anxiety into Night Vale, like all of the stuff about death and about yeah. uncertainty, that's all me just taking all the anxiety that was building up and putting it into this work instead. Straw into so gold. it didn't have yeah. to live inside of me anymore. It's for fans of the Mountain Goats, or fans of Night Vale and my other work, but it's also for anyone interested in what it means to be an artist, or a fan, or, as many of us are, both at once. When I was a child, reading the authors that I loved and listening to the music that I loved, the thing I got from that is that feeling of, of being understood somehow, and that weird connection, where it's not the person, it's not the stranger, it's the thing they've made that opens this space for self Reflection. I only listen to the Mountain Goats. Coming September 28th, wherever you listen to podcasts.
ladies and gentlemen, we have found the music. I hold in my hands a cassette tape recovered from a neglected attic in a suburban townhouse containing the only known recording of the music of Wim Ferros. So, who is listening? I'm Deirdre Gardner. Welcome to my new show. It's the first and only show in the nation dedicated to the music and legacy of Wim Ferros, native son of our Rosemary Hills. Together, we will return him like a prodigal son to this deprived land. My fellow people of Rosemary Hills, citizens of the world, what have you forgotten? What treasures have you hidden under cobwebs and dust? What are you missing? Do you remember what used to be held in the delicate folds of your heart? It's time to unpack the attic. Because here, amidst this now abandoned golf course and its neglected grass, the extraordinary has tread. Ladies and gentlemen, remember Wim Ferros. It was his music that pulsed through the... Excuse me, one second. I'm sorry. I'll be right back. Where's Deirdre? Where do we live? I don't live here. Okay, I'm back. People of Rosemary Hills, it is time to hear... Wim Ferros sang for you. You didn't know. But he will sing for you again. I'm Deirdre Gardner, and I believe that when a tree falls in a forest, it makes a sound. Green grass will grow and grow and grow and grow. Makes a Sound, a new serial fiction podcast created by Jacqueline Landgraf. Every other Sunday beginning September 24th on the Night Vale Presents Network. Remember Wim Pharos. One, still life with Orchid. As I'm sure is true for many of you, my first encounter with Claudio Attiano's art was with this painting. I saw it featured in a magazine that had been discarded in a cafe, and I was immediately struck by the balance of colour and light. The brightness of the pink orchid set against the withered darkness of its dying leaves suggests a tight anger, 
restrained under the illusion of cheer and tranquility. I talked with Atieno about this painting only once, shortly after we met, a little over a year ago. She was, and still is, reluctant to discuss her work. But this, as her first well-known work, seemed to fill her with a particular ire. Perhaps she had simply been asked about it too often. She felt it was often misinterpreted, that the decay creeping along the underside of the oranges symbolised the unavoidable presence of death. Not an unexpected interpretation, to be fair, but not what she had seen or planned when she made the painting. Atiana was thinking about the endless cycles all living things traverse, the Mobius strip of existence, the phases we see and those we never can. To her, the painting was always about what is unknowable rather than what is unavoidable. Look closely at the oranges below the flower. What do you see? Is death present and unavoidable? Do colours dictate immutability? Follow the almost winding stem of the orchid. How many strokes are in such a thin stalk? Can wispiness be conflated with predetermination? Do you care? You might say that what Tatiano sees is immaterial. Once art has moved from the shadows of its creator's studio into the bright, uncontrollable world, it belongs as much to those who see it as it does to the person who made it. For my part, knowing the depth of Claudia's feeling about this only makes the work more incredible. My feelings about it did not make any impression on her, of course. I attempted to describe the feeling still life with Orchid had awoken in me, but I was nervous, struggling to form the right words to perfectly describe the awe I had for this masterpiece. I wanted Claudia Atieno to know that I adored her painting, but also that I was a professional artist myself, and that we were peers, that we could be peers, friends even. And in trying to moderate my tone and words, I talked too long. I mistook her intense eye contact for rapt attention, but it was not. In the middle of one of my many sentences, Claudia threw a plate at the wall of the cafe we were meeting in and would not consent to any more interviews. Hi, Jeffrey Craner here. Thanks for listening to our first teaser for Within the Wires Season 2. And now I'm so excited to announce the brand new actor to our show. You just heard her, the great Rima Tewiata, who will narrate Season 2 as the artist Roy Mata Mangakahia. New episodes begin September 5th, and our donor-only episode number zero goes up August 22nd. If you want to support our show and get a head start on the season with that exclusive episode, go to WithinTheWires.com to make a one-time donation of $50 or more. Hey, and if you haven't already, rate and review Within the Wires, and tell your friends. Tell them all about our immersive little podcast. And hey, je t'aime, listener. Je t'aime.